Welcome to Gun Monkeys Nation with your host Josh and Anthony, coming to you from Southern Maryland. Where we bring to you everything Gun Monkeys Nation, including interviews with small businesses and local heroes. So sit back and enjoy the show. Jenkins. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome everybody again to another episode of Gun Monkey Nation with uh, Anthony and Josh. And our special guest today is uh, David Hancock from Hancock Family Farms. What's up, man? How's it What's going? What's up, guys? I'm doing good, man. Thank you guys for inviting me on here yeah. tonight. Um, love podcasts. I love what you guys do. And uh, it's an honor to be here tonight. Well, thank we, you. well, we absolutely love what you do. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. Uh, we got some of your stuff out here. It's phenomenal. Nice. Uh, we gotta get a we gotta get Trigger out here. Hell so they yeah, can man! Sponsor yeah, us. yeah, that'd be pretty yeah, cool, man. But it's also that I've had the chicken bites off of oh. the Traeger, and <laughs> yeah. uh, they're always good. But that's the best I've ever had. I can yeah. honestly say that. Wow, man, that's sure. awesome. Yeah, it's that with a uh, I got the uh, grill your ass off rub on them. Oh, their, okay, uh, yeah. pork rub. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, good yeah. pork rub is what I always put on it. I've never had that one. Yeah, it's that's a, amazing. It's good Best stuff. I've ever had for sure. Yeah, we usually have like uh, your ribeyes or something, but I know we were yeah. all busy today, sure. so we had a. We have we usually have a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, let's get into it, man. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah. So um, my name is David Hancock. Obviously, um, I run a uh, direct retail farm. Um, direct retail just means we kind of cut the middleman out. Um, our farm has been in our family for uh, over a hundred years. My great grandfather started on our farm as a sharecropper in 1920 was 100 years ago um wow. was a sharecropper for 20 years 1940 was when he and my grandfather and uh two of my great uncles actually bought the farm together um but he started about 100 years ago working for an original landowner and saved some money up with his sons over the course of a long period of time, bought the farm. Farm originally was a dairy farm, transitioned soon after into a tobacco farm, which it primarily was until 1998 when the state of Maryland decided they didn't want to raise tobacco anymore. And uh, then we transitioned into several different things, became grain farmers, always raised some livestock, um, primarily were grain farmers until about, Seven years ago, uh, not seven years ago, uh, 2007, my wife and I decided we we saw the the buy local movement yeah. coming yeah. down the pipe, and uh, we wanted to capitalize on that. So from 2007 until now, uh, we've slowly grown into a direct retail market. We still raise a lot of row crops, but we primarily, with me, my wife, and my family, what we focus on is raising livestock and uh, selling cuts of meat directly to the consumer the same way that my great grandfather raised livestock a hundred years ago. That's awesome. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. It's so you guys, uh, you guys started out on Saturdays. Uh, yeah. y'all were selling at the market. For sure. Um, yeah. how long, have, how long have you been doing it? I've been on the farm my whole life. Okay. Um, I grew up on the farm again. It goes back to when we were tobacco farmers and I hated cutting tobacco. I mean, it was all 100% physical labor. Um, right. The way agriculture and farming has gotten now, it's machinery does most everything you need to do. But with tobacco farming, it was mainly physical labor. Um, so when I was a senior in high school, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. I left the farm uh, as soon as I graduated and uh, took a job in D.C. for 14 years doing commercial heating and air conditioning. 
And uh, but there's always a little piece of me calling me back to the farm. I never got used to the commute, never got used to working in the city. And I always felt there was something that I could do on the farm. So I slowly started transitioning back to that. I've always raised livestock at a to a degree. Um, but there was a, a long stretch of time I was not doing that for a living. Yeah. Um, but uh, since, uh, gosh, was it 2020? Since 2014, I've been pretty much doing it full time, yeah. and uh, we we've grown. Um, we we started out when I when we, my wife and I first came up with this idea. So my wife is a school teacher, and uh, she's off during the summer. It started out as an idea where she wanted to get another job to help make ends meet, and um, so why don't we just try? raising some produce and selling it at the farmer's market. That way you don't have to get a job. I can help you do it. We can work together on it. So we actually started not even doing um, meats. We started doing produce and it, it did okay for us. And then um, I said, why don't, you know, why don't we start looking at the meat aspect of it? There's a, there was a million people at the farmer's market doing produce, but no one was doing meat. Still are. Still are. Still is. You're the only guys, uh, that bring uh, the fresh meat out. Yeah, absolutely. In the county here, anyway, we are. And um, and I've always enjoyed raising livestock more than raising vegetables. And That's, there's a lot of yeah. <laughs> there's a lot more physical work that goes into produce. Well, I know they so. uh, they have that in uh, 4-H. Um, yes, you were in, weren't you in 4-H? Yeah, Josh? I was. Yeah, so. Well, we were, Y'all, we were all in, in together. 4-H together. Yeah, okay, I'm older cool. than you, but yeah, so as yeah. I was going out, but we at, there was a time where yeah. we were in there. All together. your brothers and us yes. and stuff. I was yeah, yep. Yeah, they, uh, they, I, I'm not too familiar with 4-H, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know if uh, any of our listeners are either. What a, what's that? What is 4-H? I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's basically whatever. Whatever you're interested well, they have in, a lot of them, but most yeah. of it has to do with like farming and no, and, not even not even that. Oh yeah. So like you're in a club, and the club that we were in was focused towards livestock yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Far- so farmers' fortune. Yeah. So farmers was in the name of it. So if it that, but that particular yeah. Josh is right. That particular club, but for our, if for your listeners. You don't have to live on a farm. If 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 there's people listening that want to get their kids involved in 4-H, it's a great program. You yeah. do not have to own. Yeah. And they you can anything, anything you're more or less anything stuff. that you hobby wise that you're interested sure. in. They probably have some kind of mm-hmm. workshop or you know something throughout the year that you get to do. You know, photography, shooting, yeah, sewing, livestock, fishing. But I getting mean, like getting the kids off of the electronics yeah. and yeah, out there, sure. and, the, and it's and the, it's a family oriented group yeah. because like you know you you go there with your kids, and as a parent you participate. You know, you help out with these programs. Oh, wow, okay. You go on the trips with them. So it's. It's not. Oh, I'm just going to send my kid there, and they're going to do whatever. It's it's a family program. Well, I know your yeah. your parents are big into like you know like working. You know your dad's still out there working in the uh, not on a farm or anything, no. <laughs> but I mean he's still out there cuts his grass and and maintains his uh his property. So figured uh he's probably he was probably out there with you too, huh? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was definitely a good time, and it 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 teaches you responsibility too because the uh you know you when you raise your animals, your project for the year. And at the end of the year, you had to do a book talking yeah. about how much you fed it, its rate of gain, how much you spent, yeah. and stuff like that. So, and yeah. like for for me, 
my parents, all the money that I got from my animals, that's what funded my next year's project. Oh, okay. So, oh, they, yeah, because they yeah. auction them off, right? Yes. So uh, yeah, the money I made, the animals, if I wanted yeah. to keep on doing it, I had to put it back into it. Yeah. I got you. So, yeah. And um, to kind of tie into what you guys do, so that they're, um, they do a lot of different things. So we're, my son, my son, well, my oldest son, Tyler, he's an actual 4 H, or my middle child is also, I have three kids. So my middle, child my son colton he's what's called a clover so he's not technically in 4-h clovers is like a pre-4-h thing okay but so tyler's in farmer's fortune but there's many different programs in it um but they have a um their shooting sports are really really nice and this is a, a screw up on my part i had been teaching tyler to shoot just assuming that he was right eye dominant Right. Just assuming that. So we got him into air rifle and he was all over the damn place. So they, they did the, you know, the, yep. the triangle. Oh, yeah. Well, he's left eye dominant. Oh, My bad I've son. Trained, I know. And then he's, he, he was left eye dominant. Yeah. And for the first time he, they said, well, you're left eye dominant. Yeah. And he was shooting with that and he couldn't hit anything. So then he was like, no, they're saying I'm left eye dominant, but I can't hit a damn thing. I'm shooting with my right. I said, no, dude, you're, you're left eye dominant. You have to shoot that way. He hated it. But once he finally got used to it, I mean, now all of a sudden, now he can hit anything. Yeah, so they have a awesome. wonderful, yeah. a wonderful, um, that's really cool. Uh, air rifle program that advances all the way up past air rifle into, into, uh, 20, 22s is the next stuff, one yeah. the shotgun and stuff like that. Um, but many, it, it, you do not have to be a farmer to be in 4-H. You just That's have to cool, have an man. interest into yeah. different things. And their shooting instructors are amazing. They have taught him a whole lot more than I Obviously, I just assumed he was right eye <laughs> dominant. Now he, now he has gotten used to shooting with his left eye. He's a better shot than I am. Oh, wow. So, that's awesome, man. And that's because of 4-H. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't I teach got, you that in the in the dad one oh one handbook. Yeah, check that out for uh, <laughs> for Gavin. Oh yeah, it's a, it's yeah a, for sure. It's yeah, amazing. Man. It's a great it's a great program. Yeah. It's awesome. My son's six. He uh he's into yeah. like martial arts and stuff. For but sure. I want to get him into some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, check um, it out. Th- their uh their shooting program is top notch for sure. And the instructor is a is a former Maryland State Police officer and and she's a female, but she's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. That's awesome. She goes man. over Safety obviously is the number one thing. Um, they're big on that as they should be, and then uh, they they perfect it. I mean, it's it's all about hitting that target. It's awesome. Oh, well, that's a wrap. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you always get to that point where there's like the pause. It's like, like okay, uh, awkward pause. So, um, when when you made the decision that you yeah. wanted to get into the meat aspect, sure. How yeah. long did it take you, and what was the process yeah. to get from? You know, when you said, yes, I'm going to do this to getting cleared and whatever sure. certs and all that kind yeah. of stuff and actually selling. So it, it didn't take too long. We started very, very small. We, I am fortunate enough to have been on a farm that raised livestock yeah. on our family farm. So it was easy to try it. And um, we have a uh, a. um a program here in suckers are good, man. You got to have Trey yeah. sponsor this thing. Yeah, man. I know, right? Um, Sorry. But uh, no, nah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, uh, there's an organization here called Smatic, and uh, 
It's an acronym for Southern Maryland Agriculture Development Commission. They're based out of Hughesville. They mainly cover the Tri-County area, Charles Calvert, St. Mary's County. Um, but it's in Southern Maryland agriculture, Southern Maryland actually encompasses five counties. It's it's Charles Calvert, St. Mary's, but Prince George's and Anne Arundel County. So the southern portion of Prince George's County and the southern portion of Anne Arundel County, as well as the three traditional Southern Maryland counties, were all the big tobacco producers. So when tobacco went out of the state, a portion of the money that the state accumulated from basically suing the tobacco companies, 5% of that money had to go into helping farmers transition into other other things. So an organization called SMATIC was established to help farmers do that. So SMATIC helped me do all the paperwork, get all my certifications, do everything by the book that I had to do to be able to legally sell meat from animals that I raised on my farm. So they really helped me out a lot. They walked me step by step on what I had to do to be able to legally do it. Um, so without them, I, I really probably would have been up the creek, yeah. not really knowing what to do. So they helped me out several years ago on how to do that. Because I imagine it's, awesome. it's pretty high, highly regulated. It, it's, it, it is pretty highly regulated. Um, it's like anything. I mean, you guys are small business owners. What we do is farming, but anybody that goes out on their own to, to open up a business, yeah. you, you deal with regulations. Yeah. You guys deal with more regulations than we do, I would assume. Um, but you know, we deal with the health department. They have been good to me. I can't, I can't say anything bad about them. Um, even when the regulations don't make sense to me, yeah, they're still there to help. Yeah. And ATF is like that too. People think yeah. that ATF's like super strict on everything, yeah. which, which they are, but sure. they also know there's a learning curve. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they, they're there. I have, uh, industry operations sure. investigator that I have like on speed dial. If sure. I ever yes. run into any questions. Yep. Maryland State Police is the same way. We have a live chat that we can get on there. Sure. If we have any questions about like Maryland laws or any policies like that. Right. Do uh, you think any uh, any of this stuff, I know that it's deterred a lot of people from getting gun shops. Mm-hmm. Has, yeah. uh, has that like the, the restrictions or any of the regulations in transitioning from like crops to livestock? Has it, you think that like uh, deters a lot of farmers and a lot of small business owners or entrepreneurs? Yeah, with what I do, I think so. Um, the biggest thing that we have to abide by, and it's and it's a federal law, is that anything that we sell from our farm has to be the, the animal has to be processed at a butcher shop with a USDA certified meat inspector on site. Yeah, yeah. Which is simple enough, except there is not a USDA certified butcher shop in Southern Maryland. So yeah. I have to take my animals live to the to the Eastern shore. And I love my butcher. He's he and his family run a butcher shop and they're almost like family to me. So even if one were to open up close by now, I still doubt oh, yeah. that I would use them just cause I have that relationship with yeah. them. But for so many people I talk to, it's a two hour drive from here to Queen Anne's County. It's the first County you hit when you cross the Bay bridge, Yep, yeah. but it's the, it, it's five minutes from Delaware. Oh, I mean, it's on the complete, <laughs> Eastern yeah. side of that of that county. So there's a lot of people I talk to that say, man, I would like to do that, but it's too far of a drive. Yeah. So it does deter people. But, you know, it's it's like anything. If it were too easy, anybody would do it. Yeah. So, you know, it's you, you have to it, it's the cost of doing business. 
but it, it is a thorn, you know. Yeah. It's a thorn in the side that you have to abide by. That, but it does deter people for yeah, sure. Yeah, we have we have a lot of farms in the area. Yeah, it's just that you know, there's we can see that at you know the local farmers markets mm-hmm. when there's four or five different people set up, yeah, different locations with all produce. Sure, you know, yeah. and, and it's always yeah. good because you for they, sure. they'll have certain things. They'll have their own their own thing that they yeah. do, plus all the regular stuff. But yeah. Yeah, none none of them are doing livestock. Yeah, yeah, no, not too many. There, there's a few. There, there's a few. Um, but it's in this area. It's definitely yeah. predominantly yeah. produce. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of friends in Calvert and St. Mary's that are that are doing livestock. Uh, yeah. You know, cuts of meat and stuff like that. Um, Charles County. There, there's there are some in Charles County, but a lot of those people. Um, go to different farmers market that are that surround DC. Oh, they okay, go yeah. up the road and yeah. sell their product. You you can get a better price for it. Um, but we've we've kind of we've kind of, and it, and it goes back to where I'm fortunate enough to to have a family farm that's large enough to where we can increase our volume. We don't want to. Yeah, we can. And I have. I, I used to do a farmer's market in Georgetown where I could sell my product for way more money. Um, but I still would have to go. I, I left a job in D.C. and yeah. I don't want to go back to D.C. Yeah, the farmer's market is like five minutes from uh, yeah, five, 10 minutes it's, it's from right farm. there. Yeah. And, and our store yeah. now is literally less than 10 minutes oh, from where our farm is. Yeah. And it's. Yeah. um. So what we've tried to focus on, let's bring the price down. We have the we have the capacity to where we can sell more. Yeah. Let's focus let's not focus on on the price. Let's focus on the quality and, and on the volume. Yeah. And if we can sell more of a good quality product, then we don't have to go up the road. And so far it's paid off. Yeah, it's a. It seems like it. I walk in on Saturdays. That place is shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, in there, Saturdays man. are a busy yeah. day for sure. Yeah, yep. definitely. And um, we have enough people down here that that are willing to. It, we're still more expensive than most grocery stores, oh, yeah. but we yeah, we but, do. But we we can guarantee you, you will get a better product, and the money stays. Yeah. Well, it puts it puts the clothes on my kids back you, and it stays right here in the County. You say it's more expensive, but you know, you go to let's, let's just say the cheapest place you can get a steak at Walmart. Yeah. Right? And yep. you get there. The dollar store yeah, actually. Yeah. Oh, they have <laughs> they there? yeah. They got like T-bones about, I don't know, a little bit bigger than a piece of paper. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. So look, like when, uh, when we go and get ribeyes, the bone yeah. and ribeyes, mm-hmm. you know, they're like inch and a half, two inch thick ribeyes, sure. you know, yeah. from you. And, yeah. and, yeah. uh, believe and then, thick. And then the um the ribeye at Walmart, you know, it's like this yeah. big. Sure. And then yeah. you go to a store. If you were to go to let's say even just a chain steakhouse like uh, Texas Roadhouse, sure. And get the same size steak, mm-hmm. you're gonna be paying twice as much. You would I mean it's that's yeah. for sure. You're right. You're, you're right. Big portions. Look look I mean the these little chicken bites are like four times the size of a chicken nugget, you know? Yeah. So I mean, it, even that should though, be a chicken two bites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> three. And uh, yeah. So, I mean, I get it. You know, yeah. your stuff's more expensive, but it's big portions. So, you know, I still think that it's, I still think that it's, it's uh it's big portions. Definitely but it's, fair. Definitely fair yeah. price. Don't don't. Uh, sure. Don't write yourself off, man. Yeah. It's being. A, yeah, well, it's there's there's a lot that goes into it. So we cut our steaks thick. And this might take take a little bit. <laughs> we we raise a we raise black Angus cattle, which yeah. I believe is the best the best 
breed yeah, that's I mean, out everybody there. Everybody talks about it as uh, of course. I mean, well, yeah. they, like Wagyu and Wagyu Chad, is Wagyu is Wag, probably Wag, top Wag, notch. Yeah. But um, man, if somebody's rage, uh, <laughs> raising Wagyu, they could sell it for a, a lot of money. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, so the reason why you go into a lower a lower end grocery store like Walmart and they sell them, the steaks are so thin. It's because they're tough and they're from an old cow that God knows what the breed is. I mean, when people raise dairy cows, right. Um, for milk production, there's, that's great. But when that cow meets the end of its productivity, the end of its life, it's sold on the open market for something. There's lower end grocery stores are buying that beef cheap as hell. Yeah. And they'll cut the steaks out of it, and they'll sell them cheap as hell. But it's a freaking fifteen-year-old dairy cow that's tougher than oh, yeah. this table, and that's why that's why it's sold so cheap. So if you want if you're if you want cheap, you can get a cheap steak. It's not going to taste good. It's not going to have any marbling in it, and it's going to be like chewing on the end of your shoe. <laughs> but if you want good quality, we, yeah. we raise black Angus beef that's finished out at 16 to 18 months of age where it's tender, and that's why we can cut them so thick. That's why the portions are big. Yeah, I believe if it's if a steak is nice and tender, you can cut that sucker five inches thick, and it's not going to matter. But if, if you have an older animal that's not a good – beef breed then you 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 better cut it then because somebody's going to be chewing on it for several hours <laughs> trying to trying to eat it so you do that's that's why when i say hours cost a little bit more it costs a little bit more than that other option i got you yeah. but yeah. you you actually get a steak that you would want to buy yeah so you know you go to any grocery uh, uh, you know, Walmart aside, you go to any grocery store, sure. you're yeah. going to have your, your different cuts, but then you're also right. going to have your higher grades and of stuff. Course. And you yeah, guys just correct. have, yes, you yep. don't have that. You guys are already yeah. up there. You don't, yeah, we don't, anything. we don't grade anything. Yeah. We don't, yeah. we don't grade anything, but you know, we, 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 if we were to grade it, we, we aim, you know, for, to be at least prime, a prime cut. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's a good, it's a good cut. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah. You know, and the same, it even goes Big with fan. our pork. I cut, <laughs> I cut my pork chops an inch and a oh. half thick. <laughs> yeah. And it's for the I, same reason. I haven't had a pork chops. I, uh, I'm in love with you. the bacon. A pork chop oh, should man. be a pork chop is a is a ribeye steak off of a pig. Yeah. And you should be able, if it's a good finished pig, it's you should be able to cut it as thick as you'd want to cut a steak. Nice. And again, if you go to a store and see these little thin cut pork chops. To me, that's against my religion. I don't. I, I think that has <laughs> I, I've ruined. seen. I've seen them literally like that. Thing. Yeah, just, and it's because like, they're tough. What do you What they're do you tough. do with that? You, yeah. you just stack them on top you, of each you, other, you, <laughs> and you chew on it. Yeah. You chew on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you even cut your bacon thick. You know, yeah, yeah. All your yeah. bacon's like cut super thick. Absolutely, but it's not like yeah. the so thick that you can either you can still get it nice and crispy. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's yeah. right. So you've talked about um, you know, finishing your animals. What kind of schedule or what kind of like, what have you found out in order to keep those freezers filled, but also, you know, ha- having those animals ready, yeah. ready to be, go to the butcher shop and not be like, well, you know, I don't have anything right now. It's th- it is tough. And um, luckily, most we try to inform our customers to the fact that everything we sell, we do raise. So there are times where we are out of certain things just because every cut of meat we sell comes from our farm. Um the last year we did t- 
take a lot of preemptive steps with opening the store, trying to increase production on our end. But there's still times where we're, we're out of things. Um, but uh, we so we we finish all of our cattle out between, again, 16, 18 months of age. Uh, this past year, we've been buying a lot more um, female replacement heifers to try to increase our our breeding end on our side and it's 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 a we're just trying to grow it's uh to grow on our retail end we first have to grow on our farming end and uh that that's probably if there's one thing that makes us different than maybe other businesses is that we have to grow on two fronts and in that farm end we have to grow on first and you're still kind of taking a gamble so you're 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 growing on that farm end with the hope that you're going to be able to sell it when it's finished But uh, so we've we've been um, we've been uh, keeping a lot of replacement heifers and uh, just uh, trying to grow as much as we can. And uh, it, it's it's a good thing, though. We uh, we're in the process now of trying to trying to build a new a new uh, feedlot. Now, our feedlot's different than a traditional feedlot. But, uh, you know, we, we try to raise everything out on pasture. But we, we, we need a bigger space to where we can contain the animals and finish them out at. So um, but it's. You know, it's it's just it's it's a gamble. It's mm-hmm. it's totally a gamble, and uh, but we we've kind of got a good read on it. We we know that we're always growing, and uh, like this past Saturday, we sold out of a lot of things, and uh, it's it, good. It's a yeah. good thing. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's good and it's bad when you have people come in looking for something and oh, you don't yeah. have it. It sucks, but but it also tells you that okay, this past year you've been growing, and it yeah. and all that stuff's going to come eventually. Um, it tells you you're going in the right direction. Yeah, so, that's awesome. I mean, well, it's uh, it's it's funny that you say. You know, I would say eighty percent of the time that mm-hmm. I go in there, and I mean, you know, my father-in-law. Sure, he, he lives oh, in Annapolis. Yeah. He comes One of my down. biggest fans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is he's a diehard Hancock farm yeah. through and through. But when he comes down to shopping, he's not going there for anything specific. He's going there. Oh, let sure. me just see what they got and see what's good. Right. And, yeah. You know, and I think yeah. it also forces you to you know you try other stuff. Like there's sure you know that's you true. have freezer and freezer that's and freezers. Of of stuff, so okay, you might yeah. not have that one thing, but I've never yeah. tried this, so let me try Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So yeah, I heard yeah. um like uh the pig skins, like people were making um uh pork rinds with the yeah the, what crackling uh, yeah. yeah and then uh yeah and then these there's a chef that actually I saw a professional chef mm-hmm. post your stuff on his page nice. like he was posting the chicken bites and he was making uh the pork what was rinds. that my 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 page. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, once he got a trigger, he's yeah. like, Yeah, I'm a pro- I know exactly what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. So speaking about uh posting stuff, how uh has your Facebook game? <laughs> you, I mean you're always yeah. you're always on there. Yeah. Is, is that a, a learning uh, curve or it, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It, it it's it's definitely a learning curve. Um it's our biggest uh marketing tool and it's oh, free, yeah. and it's yeah. free. absolutely it's, That's what people. It. <laughs> it's yeah. free and uh, i've had people not recently but years ago was like what well, what if you're posting too much and I, I don't believe you can i don't believe nah. you can if somebody do, if somebody's tired of of it they're just they'll go past yeah. it yeah I mean, we, it's there's there's actually like an um an algorithm that that yeah. uh, facebook is uh like like we've done some research on it sure as long as 80 percent of your stuff's just yeah. content yeah, and not like yep. ads, yes. which all your Absolutely. stuff's content, yes. but, and yes. then you'll get more and more Absolutely. people um, 
uh, engaging in your stuff. Sure. Yeah. And uh, people that just post nothing but ads. Yeah. They lose that engagement. Yeah. And, it, and that's where that's where you guys have taken off. Absolutely. And it's like I've I've told people before. Um, a friend of mine who is uh, actually done a lot of my logos and stuff. She lives in Calvert County. She's a she's an ag marketer. She has her own business where she um, develops websites and creates logos and stuff like that. But her specialty is in agriculture. That's cool. she, she did an interview with me one time, and um, and I explained to her, and she already knew it. But it's you, you want to keep your your base engaged. So one thing we try to do is. Don't always focus on trying to sell a product, especially with farming and agriculture. A lot of our customers just want to be in tune with what we do on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. so, like, like what you do with the uh, yeah. like the the turkeys. Over oh, there. I was about to say yeah. that. Yes, yeah, man, I love watching your absolutely uh, the turkeys yeah. and, and like the progression. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when they and come in and they're chicks and yep. you're like out there playing with them all, absolutely. And I'm like, I can't wait to yeah. get one of you guys. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's that one. <laughs> that's it. I mean, yeah. it's you, you can't always be focused on trying to sell a product. It's people want to just kind of know what your daily life is. So yeah. I'll take videos and or pictures. Uh, you know, I got my baby turkeys in, and you know this this is what they're what they look like now. We'll have them finished out by Thanksgiving. Not necessarily trying to say, hey, got my turkeys in. This is what they're going to cost on Thanksgiving. Sign up now. No, this is right. here they are. Follow me as we raise them. Right, um, yeah. You know, I'll go out in the this Saturday. We're going to be um, working a lot of our cattle. We got to vaccinate them and ear tag them and stuff like that. And so I'll be posting a lot of that, not trying to sell a cut of a steak, but just to show people what a day in our yeah. life is. And and that's how you grasp people's attention. And it also proves to them that yes, this is where your your food comes from, and this is oh, yeah. what we have to do to get it from this point to that finished product. And you, as you know, a farmer opening mm-hmm. up the doors to your farm, so people like because you know there's a lot of people out there like oh you know they they want to complain about how animals are treated from For sure you know yep. the butchering process and yep. that. But I mean yep. you know you're a wide open book, and you're absolutely, like, I'm going to show you exactly what happens. Yeah. On a daily basis. Yeah. And that's something that I, I've really tried to capitalize on. It's just showing people what the re what the reality is of, of the farm life. And it's not always great. It's not always great. Um, we just got done with our lambing season when the mother lambs are having baby lambs. And it was, this year was the hardest year ever, ever. Uh, we lost a lot of baby lambs. We lost a lot of female lambs and it, it is what it is, but I don't, I sugarcoat it to a degree. Oh, I don't yeah. show yeah. mm-hmm. what happens, but I'm honest and say, you know, this is, they don't always make it, you know, things happen and this is the life that we live. And there are people that don't like it, but I'm not going to be fake with somebody yeah. and say, you know, we do everything we can to save our animals. Um, uh, an animal that doesn't make it not only doesn't make me a dime, but it it sucks. I mean, you know, that's oh, yeah. I'm around these animals twenty four seven, and it 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 hurts when you lose one. I mean, I mean, it's, but you it's also you're not making a dime off it. But I mean, you you've put you've put your effort and your hard earned work into those animals. Absolutely, and absolutely, you know, yeah. now it, it's gone. So it's gone. Yeah, yeah, and it and it sucks. So I mean, it's you get when you get people to say, well, you you know, what do you care? You the animal's going to die anyway. You know, you, and we get that occasionally. So true, but. That's not what we're trying to do here. I can't, I and when can't an animal die. up and dies, it it hurts. It hurts yeah. in many many ways. 
and we're not here to see that happen. We do everything we can to prevent that from happening. And it, it hurts emotionally and it hurts economically when it happens. And it's also the reality of it, but you do everything you can in your power to prevent it from happening. Yeah. And you, I mean, you guys have been raising these, uh, these lambs so you can, you know, yeah, obviously, for sure. you know, yeah. produce, uh, yeah, that is of, the end result. Some kind of for food. Sure. So, yeah. So now like you might've been, I don't know if you're promising that, but I mean, if, if you over oversell that stuff, then you're not going to sure. have that for your customer Absolutely. base. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Uh, talking about your customer base, yeah. do you have, do you have any, uh, like, um, regular restaurants that like come to you and you yeah. Know, Cause I know that, a lot of stuff, especially like with food trucks, they have to have commissaries where they mm-hmm. where they track their food. It's got to be tracked sure. all the way yeah. from from start to finish. So, yeah. what having <laughs> is that good? <laughs> having uh, uh, that is really good. Having that it's uh, the best the, bacon wrap yeah, chicken know, bite right? I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> having that opportunity to like have the food, you know, go straight from yeah. you know you're raising it all the way up to where it's being butchered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, um, our uh, our restaurants coming to you absolutely. And, uh, and yeah. can you name drop? A yeah, couple? I can where, absolutely. Uh, with get, pleasure, we, absolutely. Yeah. So we've got two restaurants that we're working with now. Um, Blue Dog, who's over toward Welcome, oh, yeah. yeah, been around forever. Chef Gary, he's amazing. He buys um, he has pork our pork chops on the menu. Okay, nice. He doesn't buy our pre cut pork chops. He buys. The entire it's called a pork center cut loin. So it's about a fifteen pound whole rack nice. of of pork center cut loin. Yeah. He cuts. If you think our pork chops are thick, he cuts them way thicker than we do. <laughs> yeah. So he'll buy the whole the whole loin and cut his pork chops out of them, and they're amazing. I've heard. I've actually heard that. Like yeah. their food is amazing. Oh down man, there. so it's, I, I've it's never great. Been to Blue Dog. Yeah, man. Uh, Walford food. Blue Dog. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He's fantastic, yeah. man. He's an awesome guy. He's That's awesome. Um, He's a, a an old Baltimore guy, born and raised, and uh, he used to be the chef at uh, I believe he was he was a chef at when and I'll tie this back in with the Charles when the Charles was Casey Jones, he was a chef there, okay, yeah, and then opened up his own restaurant. Nice. Um, he he's just fantastic, and then so now the the Charles, which was Casey Jones, yeah, yeah. the Charles also buys a lot of stuff from us. Oh, nice. On All a consistent right. basis, yeah. they buy a lot of bacon sausage and eggs from us primarily for their uh weekend brunch menu okay but we just started a couple weeks ago what we want to try to continue to do in the future we don't raise enough meat to supply them all the meat all the time but we did uh gosh two thursdays ago we did a dinner with them where they for one night put our ribeyes and our pork tenderloin on the menu and it was awesome it was freaking amazing and they did a great job on it so the charles and the blue dog um have our products well, on the menu. If they're not sure. reverse searing it on a Traeger, I don't want it. <laughs> uh, we had um we had the I don't know if you've met John from One Nation Coffee. Have you, I have it? not met him, but okay. I've had his coffee and I've heard a lot about him. Yeah. I got his coffee as a Christmas gift from oh, okay, my uh, cool. sister in law. Yeah, it's nice. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yep. they uh it's the coffee is phenomenal for it's sure. A, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also a great cause. They, yeah, they, definitely they donate uh part, yep. every I think a dollar of every bag to. WhenLifeSucks.org, which sure. is a veteran foundation. That's awesome. Hell um, yeah. But uh, they, uh, when he was here, um, Josh reverse seared oh, them wow. on the Traeger. Nice. And <laughs> phenomenal. Really? Ribeyes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah the bone-in yeah. ribeyes. No, yeah. I did. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah that's, oh, you had a Delmonico, though. No, no, no. That was um, that was a different night. Was it? Oh, I don't know. 
So Delmonica is just a boneless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but they, it, so it is very with similar, uh, but, with John. I got us all the bone. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It was a different night that you did reverse seared all those. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I I ended up getting a Demonico and he was cutting it with a fork. Nice. Yeah, that's what we're all about. That's that's the way it should be. I love like the ribeye. I always uh, I always work outside in. Yeah, get all that get all that fat in there. Oh yeah. Save the rest for maybe steak and eggs in the morning. Yeah, uh, man, absolutely. Those things are freaking huge. Yeah, yeah, they are big. That big for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, how many employees do you have? Not, oh. not, not including your wife. Not or including your, my or wife. Your sons. Yeah, yeah. Not, how many employees do you pay? Uh, <laughs> well, I pay the wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> four, four right now. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing we're trying to capitalize on right this year. So we are primarily uh, focused on livestock. Yeah. I've got a great young man who uh, is a. A senior at La Plata High School. His name is Luke Zock, and he he's amazing. He has a he's too damn smart to be in farming, in my opinion. But <laughs> he's smart as hell and has a work ethic like nobody's business. And he wants to focus on raising produce and stuff. So this uh, late spring and summer, we'll have a lot of produce to offer at our store as well. That Luke is really taking the helm on. Nice. Um, so, but I have four, I have four employees. I have my niece that works with me. Um, my uh, my cousin's daughter works with me, and then Luke works with me, and then my wife. Um, but it's uh, it's all family, with the exception of Luke, anyway. So, but uh, yeah. So, yeah, good, awesome. <laughs> now they are. That's uh, I swear to God, that's the best chicken bites I've ever had. Definitely going to have to get a uh, Traeger grill. So what's uh what do you think the the next thing or you know do you have any goals yeah, set for the uh, next big thing this, for 2020 yeah, for 2020 as us as you guys can relate the the goal is to always remain profitable yeah. but uh, <laughs> that's goal number one um we're always we're always growing um we 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 have to grow the production in and uh, that's our that's our primary focus to where we don't always run out of things yeah um. We want to raise more cattle, more more pigs, more chickens. Um, we typically only raise turkeys for Thanksgiving, but we're looking at possibly raising turkeys all year long, to a degree anyway. Um, trying to grow my lamb and sheep herd, believe it or not. Uh, there's, a, there's a big market for that. Just trying to grow on the farm end to where we can we can offer more. And, and then just see where it see where it takes us. Um our <laughs> Hey, Excuse me. Keep that coronavirus. Or yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Drinking an IPA, yeah. no yeah. coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. The the goal is to always keep growing. Um, our storefront is not very big, and we could probably use a bigger storefront. But in order to do that, we yeah. have to have enough on the on the production end to to justify that. Especially so. if you want to stay in the town. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yes, I, for sure. I remember yeah. there was a um. Uh, there was a time where when Walmart was thinking about moving, Nick's sure. was actually going to come into La Plata mm-hmm. um, and yeah. buy. It was I think uh, I think Coles was going to get half the building and Nick's hmm. was going to get the other half oh, of the building, okay. which which kind of works out in your favor that it didn't happen. So yeah. now people have that local shop yeah. where they can just go sure. go yeah. get their their yeah. meat now. You uh you guys think about uh expanding into maybe like 
you know, prepared stuff. You know, it's like, always uh, a possibility. I love to cook. Yeah, I love to cook. Um, if you follow our social media pages, Sunday's a big day for us where I try to get the kids involved. I always cook a big breakfast, and um, I I really I enjoy cooking almost as much as I do farming. I was gonna um, thought you were gonna say eating. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. I enjoy I enjoy cooking and uh we actually will have people stop by sometimes thinking that we're selling prepared food. Yeah. It's always an option. I never say you never wanna put limits on yourself. Yeah. Um you always wanna grow and you always wanna be open to new things. Um because as soon as you start saying you're not gonna I'm not gonna do that, then you're you're limiting yourself. So See, it's it's certainly something that could happen. You guys sure. don't serve, uh, or y'all don't sell scrapple, right? We do yeah, sell scrapple. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, so I got that, some in the freezer. So you that's didn't not, know that? No, I had no Shit, idea. I'm out of here. No, <laughs> no don't worry. I, I got some in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm so I'm I was kidding. yeah, big rapper scrapple fan. Go, sure. you know, growing yeah. up, Ralph, Ralph Adams and Paul Adams, and sure, and uh, and I mean, it's obviously it's like a staple in the area. Most people, yeah. outside this area have never heard of it, and yeah, it would be weird anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know. So they don't consider that uh, prepared, even though it's. So it's um, that is what's considered. Damn, I can't think of the the name right now. Ah, damn it, drawing a, I'm drawing a, a brain cramp. Right, <laughs> it would be the the same thing as like your all beef hot dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Which a, those it's are good too. Uh, yeah. Golly, Dave, there, there's a there's a terminology <laughs> yeah, yeah, for it that I can't think of. Uh it's it's still a raw food that has to yeah. be so we sell it in a one pound frozen block that still has you. to be we slice it and fry it when we when yeah. we prepare it. It's a value added product. That's the okay. terminology for right. it. So value added is anything that's not a raw cut of meat that's been seasoned or something. So our bacon is a value added product. Um, the, uh, the, scrapple, the crab sausage. That yeah. different any cut a yeah. sausage that's got seasoning in it. Crab sausage, I'm gonna throw a plug in for myself. We've been out since last summer. When we open Wednesday of this week, I will have the Krabby Brats back. Yeah, those um, things are awesome. Man. Yeah, we've yeah. Uh, we stopped for the winter, but people have been asking with oh, about yeah. it. And uh it was 70 degrees today, so it's a good time to jump back yep. in it. So yeah, we uh yeah, definitely bought yeah. plenty of them last year. Good. I remember awesome. the first time I had it was I think the, the year before, which was the first was that the first year y'all had it? Or have y'all had those we for a while? No, it might have been. That was the first year. So We've only had, been doing that probably about two years yeah, now. So yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So I think uh, I think I got it. Oh, I actually had it at a cookout. Really? That somebody had got nice. it and said, "Hey, it's something you just released." Okay. And then by the time I went to get some, yeah. you were done. Yeah, it the, sells a lot in the, in the summertime. It, it's a big hit. So I I came back and, okay. and got some next time. Cool. Next, the next season. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get some more. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, that's, that's we'll, good stuff. we'll have it. We're starting again now and plan to carry it all until, until, I mean, if people want to buy it in the wintertime, we'll do it then too. Yeah. So, yeah. It's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah I got to get some of that scrap. Yeah, man. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can I give you some. I can't believe you. Did. Well, yeah, I, I can't believe I didn't know that, man. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't do my research that's before. Right. Uh, yeah, before doing an interview, that's <laughs> no, all good, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah. What about well, what about jerky and and stuff like that? that so that's something more, we I don't. Know that's more. That's we don't do it now, but in the near future we will. So we we have to use a uh, a processor with a meat inspector yep. on site. But the processor that we've been using on the Eastern Shore, um, they have 
because of mainly, I guess, how successful we've been and, and other farmers, yeah. they've been able to grow on their end. So they just um, awesome. uh, did a, added on a new smoke shop at their facility. Oh, nice. So hope, oh, wow. I'm hoping right. by the summer we might be able to do like uh, jerky sticks and stuff like that. That's so awesome. As man. long as they yeah. can do it for us, man, we'll we'll definitely do it. Yeah, because then sure. that's going to get you into like the smoke sauce. Absolutely. And stuff like yes. That and, Absolutely. And, uh, yes. Just you know. Other other ventures for you guys, absolutely, um, for sure. Like, uh, salamis and yeah, pepperonis. Yep. Heck yeah, man, that'd be awesome. So, are you going to yeah. be uh, the farmer market this year? I'm not. I'm not. And the only reason is because it's a good thing. Um, we've we uh, we're trying to just keep up with what we have at our storefront now, mm-hmm. and it's That's it's good. it's yeah. growing like crazy. And um, we literally just, walking distance from the farmers it market. Literally, for and that's, that, yeah, it's, you can literally walk to the farmers market. People are lazy yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah that's true. Well, on Saturdays, but, it's it's. It, the, I mean, you know, the farmers market on a nice day is oh, packed yeah. on Saturday. It is, and, and uh, there's so much to do there. Absolutely, so much it's, other stuff. It, to, it's a great thing, yeah. and and um, I got to give a plug to the market manager out there. Her name is Kelly Phipps. Um, yeah. She's done amazing things there. It's it's a great place yeah. to be, and yeah. um, I am going to miss it. But we just don't have enough to be able to do our store and and try to keep up with that. Yeah, right I get now. it. I mean, that's so, that's how. Yeah, I mean, not not just that, but I mean, you guys yeah. were were there on Saturdays. Yeah. but you guys were also opening. You also had your own market, which yeah. that's closed, right? Now you guys aren't doing it at the farm. Yeah, we're not even doing it at yeah, the farm yeah. anymore. We're just primarily focusing yeah. right on our our retail store. So that's good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's that's centralized uh, location, and for, it's not yeah. just on Saturdays. Anymore. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now we're we're open four days a week now. And once we get past Memorial Day, we're going to add at least one day to the to the schedule to where instead of Wednesday through Saturday, at least Tuesday through Saturday. So uh, I I know you've probably been uh, waiting for this question. Like we've been easing into it. Uh, uh-huh. You like you should like I, should I pop it? Yeah. Uh, I just ran out of a beer. Uh, Let me pop one open yeah. real quick. No, I got. got one. I, I know how to open up one with a uh, with a skull can. Yeah, right. nice, of course, man. the liquor store only has Grizzly, uh, but yeah. I can open one with a Grizzly can. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, so professional right there. I'm a professional right. beer drinker yeah. as well as a uh, professional farmer. So I know how to open a can, open a bottle. I'm sure, I'm sure they go hand in hand. They do. So you know, farming sober sucks, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so uh, we we talked about you know you serving other restaurants mm-hmm. and possibly getting into pre-made stuff like uh like meats and sausages and stuff. Sure. Uh, and you love to cook. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, any uh any dream or any thought of a farm to table restaurant? My dream is to do that. Um, That's cool, man. My I don't know if it ever happened or not. My dream would be able to have a restaurant where everything came from me. Yeah. That's I awesome. don't know if it's a yeah. possibility or not, but I again it goes back to never say never. Yeah. Yeah. Never say never, because as soon as you say never, then you you automatically put a cap on what you can oh, yeah. do. So, um, I mean, that was, know. that was really popular. Yeah. I know like a long time ago where, yeah. you, where you could, uh, you could go like drive down a road and you, you'd have a farm and maybe yeah. just like a little deli or something right at the farm. Right. And you know, like yeah. the stuff Absolutely. was coming straight yeah. from there. Yep. Um, and yeah. And having a, a restaurant, yeah. you know, would, uh, that'd be really cool. It would be sweet, man. Yeah. That would be, that would be my, 
it would be awesome for and me. You're, um, you're and, and I think, you know, one day it could, it could happen. I mean, um, you know, I'm, I'm 35. I'm not that young, but I'm not that old, but hell I could drop dead tomorrow. So who the hell knows? But I mean, you know, I just, I always believe in, that's what I think our, our customers would love that. And that's something I would love to do. But it goes back to trying to grow at the right pace. We 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 don't owe anybody money. We don't take big loans or anything like that. So we we've always from day one we've we've grown at the pace that we could grow at. So yeah, it, it, as um, long as we could grow at the smart, it, and it's worked for us, man. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen people with with magnificent, brilliant facilities, but. They don't always make it. So, I mean, yeah. you don't have to have the nicest looking thing in the world. You just need to make it work and make it be profitable. And when that's profitable, okay, this is working. Let's move a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. But you don't want to do it too fast. Oh, yeah. Um, so that 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 would be absolutely a dream of mine. And it's something that I, I would love to see happen. And I'd be perfectly fine with that happening for sure yeah we we did the same thing you know uh, josh and i have uh, well you know i started the company in my garage and absolutely josh and i have like grown this and and with with our own uh blood sweat and tears no money absolutely absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. these things yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. no money from anybody else absolutely that's the way to do it man and that and that you know when i talk to different farmers and stuff whether it's farming or whatever the heck you're doing, yeah. it, you're an entrepreneur, you're a small business guy, and it doesn't matter what the hell you're selling, what the hell you're doing. That philosophy transcends transcends across all boundaries. You know, yeah. grow at your own pace, but always grow. Yeah, always grow at the rate that you can, but don't stop. That's what that's what we got into this. You know, yeah. we wanted to Absolutely. be able to expand. You know, gun monkeys sure. into, into yeah. actually like a lot of like reach out and right and work with other small businesses yeah. like you guys. Absolutely, and, and free uh, advertising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong Come with that. Come by, have some drinks, and talk about <laughs> your yeah. business. And yeah. I mean, everybody. I mean, these are questions that you you said that you got a lot of it because sure. these are questions everybody wants. Want like they for want sure. To know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You got a uh, you got any more questions for them? I um, think so I think that. We hit everything. I mean, it has yeah. been like so we, 45. Yeah. So we, um, uh, we, a lot of the questions that we got, you know, Josh and I came up with. But, sure. Um, yeah. And it's stuff that we've been meaning to ask you anyway. Yeah. Uh, but we did have some custom, uh, some, some of your customers, some of our yeah. customers asked some questions. Cool. So Good shout deal. out to them. So yeah, they, absolutely. They out with that. Absolutely. And for the people yeah. that are watching this, and I, so I always make it, it's a ritual of mine on Saturdays after we close our store. I always do a live video where I thank my customers and stuff. Yeah. And I mean that when I do it, because without, without the consumer, I don't exist. Oh yeah. I yeah. love raising livestock. I absolutely love it. But if no one's there to buy it, hell, there's no point. I can't, I can't remain profitable doing it. So anyone that's watching this that, um, comes out and, and buys anything from me, I am eternally grateful for everyone. And, uh, it's only because of our customers that I'm able to grow. Yeah. And uh, anything that we have done and continue to do, it's only because we have a great customer base for sure. 
Yeah, I, uh, just working in the garage. I didn't think that uh, eventually I'd uh, right. have a storefront. Absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, it, man. it's just, I mean, it's the our customers and yeah. our loyal customers. Yes. And spreading the good word. Absolutely. And, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and getting people into the shops. So. Yeah. Uh, where's um, uh, where are you guys oh, yeah. located? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Right, that's, so that's, that's I know we've we talked about this. You're no, walking distance okay. from my shop. Yeah. Walking yeah, distance absolutely. from uh, yeah. where can people yeah. find you or yeah. find information yeah. on you? Yeah, so um, so we're located. The easiest way to explain it right now, we're located. If you know where the Green Turtle Restaurant is in La Plata, we're um one of the small shops that are actually attached to that building. Um, we're just on the opposite end of the Green Turtle. Um, right now, we're open Wednesday through Saturday. Our weekday hours are 10 a.m. until 6, although Fridays I'm there until 8 p.m. And then Saturdays, we're open from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. And once we get into the summer, Memorial Day, we're going to expand our hours. Okay. Um, uh, we we do a lot of social media. We have a Twitter page, Instagram page, Facebook page. Just search for Hancock Family Farms. You'll see us. We're on there all the time. I put three, four, five things on there every day. That's awesome. And um, again, it's not always selling our product. If a lot of it's just a day in the life on our farm. Yeah, that's what but, people uh, want to see, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, um, you guys uh, had some animals out on Saturdays. Y'all do that anymore? So I know y'all don't have the farmers market, but yeah, can people still come and visit the farm itself? Not at the not not on a daily basis, yeah. but once we get into the spring and summer, we do want to do different activities on the farm. Um, I was actually so I have two little baby lambs that we're bottle feeding in our basement uh, right now. Nice. I was going to bring them out this Saturday, but. Uh, my wife's got to leave early to take my son to baseball practice, so uh, I can't bring him out this Saturday. But we're gonna first, do, man. We, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. But we're tr- we're in the works of trying to do now that the weather is getting nice. Trying to do different things, both on the farm and at the store. We want to do different like meat tasting things and bringing animals out. Well, if you and need just, somebody to cook these uh, yeah. chicken. Yeah, yeah, if you need someone right, to cook man. those baby lambs, just yes, let me know. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> this should fit. Roll, roll, roll that tray. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah put them I'm not one of those sensitive types when it comes to. That's all right. I'm not meat. either. That's okay. <laughs> I'll serve now, it. That, I'll... Uh, that, that would sell our chicken bites pretty damn well. Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah. yeah that's well, awesome. thanks for coming out and spending yeah, some no, time with us. It's my pleasure, and... man. And I yeah. think what you guys are doing is, is great too, man. It's awesome. Thanks, man. It's super yeah. cool. It's super cool to see. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of small businesses popping up in town. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Eric, who owns uh, We Bean Coffee, he's opened up in town. Oh now. yeah, oh, yeah. he just got a uh, store. Um, yeah, um, storefront. Yeah, it's the, uh, uh, Susie's Pan or uh, uh, Pancakes, Pancakes Plus. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yep. So he's yeah. not open yet, but um, hopefully by May, I think he'll be open. So yeah. it's a good time to be in small business with people about our age and. Seeing people take that step. Yeah. Um, my thing, you know, I got tired of working for somebody every damn day of my life. I took that and, leap, uh, man. Yeah. yeah. How, <clears throat> it was, uh, what, like four years ago I, I yeah. took that leap and I, I was a paramedic for 11 years. Yeah. Just, uh, just needed, ju- yeah. I needed to stop working for the man, start working for myself. Life's too short, man. Yeah, man. Why, why, you know, you don't want to, my thing, my, what did it for me is I, my grandfather helped me get started when I was yeah. doing, and um, I was there on his deathbed when he passed away. And uh, without him, I wouldn't be where I'm at. But um, 
it kept coming back to me. Do you want to be 90 years old on your deathbed saying, I wish I would have done this? Yeah. Life's too freaking short. If you screw up, so what? If you, if you start a business when you're 30 years old and you really, really, really screw up, I mean, screw up so bad you can't come back from it, right? You, you can't recover and you live to be 90. You only got to live with that for 50 years. And that's a worst case scenario. <laughs> you really screw up so that's, bad that's you can't rebound. It's all been in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, no, I and you. that's a yeah. worst case scenario. Yeah. And chances yeah. are you're not going to screw up that bad. Chances yeah. are we all come from a background to where if it got bad, you could go back to doing what you're doing or whatever. So life's too short to to not take the chance. Yeah. And I would say that to anybody that's listening to this, if there's something you want to do regardless of what it is, take the shot. So take uh, it. So I, I, this question comes from uh, it's a personal question because sure. I've had a lot of a lot of stress lately, as, yeah, as you probably sure. have heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. With uh, with everything that's been going on, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that you have stresses too. Everybody's got stresses. But, I stay but, stressed but, out, bro. From, that's uh, why yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm down yeah. these suckers I, all night. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, so I had I had a um. Uh, medical medical thing happened recently. Okay. And, uh, and it was, it was, <laughs> was sorry, uh, hip up. Uh, it was heart related, not butt related. <laughs> um, I thought they say they shared the same nerve. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the, the doc, she said, uh, you got to cut out the nicotine. You got to cut, yeah, out, uh, cut out the caffeine. Downfall, man. And then she said, you got to cut out the uh, the alcohol. <laughs> Put and those brakes on real quick. Alan Jackson told- had a song about that, man. Everything I love is killing me. It's Jack Daniels. What was that song? Not to get off topic, but uh, he had a song yeah. about it. Everything I love is killing me. Cigarettes, Jack Daniels, and caffeine, or something like that. But I I feel you, bro. I'm. I told. Yeah, I told the doc. I said. I said, look, I can do the nicotine and the caffeine, but those uh, demons aren't going to drink themselves away. Damn right. Damn (laughs) right, uh, man. So besides that, you you do anything else to you know help uh, help get away from the the business aspect. I'm going to spend time with your family or go definitely big with the family, man. I've got. I've got three kids that I love more than anything in this world. Um, my middle son, Colton, is a ginormous fisherman. Um, days like today make me want to get out on the water somewhere yeah. and go fishing. Um, both my sons are big into baseball. We're big baseball fans. Um, my little girl, she's my baby. Uh, just being with her makes me happy. Um, just... Uh, I'm in a I'm in a big I'm on a big running kick right now. I just ran around the town of La Plata a bunch. I'm getting ready to run the Shamrock Run on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Just trying to you know get healthy, trying not to drink so damn much. But uh, here I am. But yeah. uh, you know it's just you know I, I, do what you like. You know it's yeah. it, it's it's hard to be perfect all the time, and especially when people expect you to be perfect all the uh-huh. time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. And, and I, I do believe that, uh, um, at least with me, and I think probably most people, what, what goes on up here in the head is as big of a factor as anything when it comes to health and just trying to just tell myself, just calm down. You know, I think stress can really stress kills people. Oh, it, yeah. it, it kills yeah. people. People have heart attacks and die because of oh, strokes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it, yeah, and it happens. So just, 
remember, no one gets out of this world alive ever and just enjoy it. Have fun. Be a good person. Not here for a long time. Just here for a good time. Here for a good time. Have fun. <laughs> and, uh, you on, know, don't take don't take life too seriously. Yeah, man. On, Eat uh, good food, drink good yeah. beer, and love the ones you're around. That's all you can do, well, bro. Well, we got all that right here. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. On that note, I uh, want to thank you for coming out, nah, man. Thank you, guys, and, man. Uh, thank you, Josh. I can't thank you all enough. One more, one more uh, shout out. Ronnie, was, producer Ronnie, yeah, man, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make it. It, you know. Yeah, I was literally God, turning. Ronnie's snagging an IPA guys, over there. Yeah, Hell you guys yeah. Uh, probably saw his arm coming in here, stealing some grabbing, chicken bites, grabbing chicken bites and, and uh, beer. You see him uh, <laughs> if you hear him drink a beer in the corner. That's uh, that's Ronnie. So we appreciate you coming out, and, and uh, he's our uh, he's our producer that uh, you've only seen his uh, his arm. Did a good job, though, yeah, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah. 